0: Hey, dear Tyler, good evening, and how are you doing? I really hope you're fine. I really hope you're good. I trust that your day went well. Um, Yeah, mine was fine. Mine was good. Really taking out time to really, you know, just reevaluate the year and all. So it's been more of a very meditative moment for me. Um, God has been faithful to help me. I really hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode on um, it takes God not time. I really hope that it it, it gave you a, a a good picture, right? It gave you a good picture of our necessity for God, right? So gradually rounding up the year and uh, a lot of the. Um, podcast a lot of the episodes that i'll be sharing from now on will be you know highly personal right and please don't forget that um towards the last week of the year or so i'm going to share um the lessons that i learned in 2022 right and it's going to be really really awesome right so today's episode is called noah's ark noah's ark uh i've shared this story before but this was like a long time ago before i even ever thought up the idea of dear tyler right so i just used to really drop a, a lot of stories on my um what's status back then so people get to read and sometimes share and uh, when i shared this story it was uh my aunt My aunt was so inspired by it, she was like, okay, if I could compile the story for her and she sent it to a group of kids, you know, and, you know, it was, it was just nice to know that, okay, your story is kind of like, uh, motivating other people. That's, it's super, super amazing. So I thought about it and I was like, why not? Let me share the story of Noah's Ark, um, with dear Tyler, right? um, I think we're ready. okay, most of us, are. some of us do know the story of um, Noah in the Bible. For those of us that are not Christians, and for those of us that do not have an understanding of the Bible, um, Noah was a man, you know, there was a period of time uh, where the, the, the ways of men were extremely sinful, and God wanted to wipe out the whole world. But then he found a righteous man called Noah. And in order to preserve humanity and creation, he was taxed with building an ark, right? A massive boat um, out of gopher wood, right? He was taxed with building a massive boat um, to house him, um, his family, and then the, some animals, right? So clean animals, things like sheep, um Doves and all of that things uh, animals that were considered clean were taken in seven in sevens right then the other animals the unclean animals were taken in two by two right? and so that 's how God you know sent the rains and then it wiped out all of the creation that was not in the ark, and that 's how God preserved um, Noah and his family and then Noah and his family started giving birth, you know, started repopulating, and then the animals too started doing the same. So this is like in a nutshell, and I think this my summary made it highly, highly um fictional, but Bible story with a whole lot of lessons, right? So I just wanted to get that out of the way. And somehow, along the line, I'll tie it up with the story that I'm about to share. So Back in secondary school, um, like around the year two thousand, I started writing songs. I started writing songs, and <clears throat> I had a lot of of people that inspired me when it comes to songwriting. So I remember in my in my GS one, um, we used to have these concerts. Right, the beginning of every every um, first term. Right, so my school, Bethany Christian Academy, we used to have. Um, we were a missionary school, rather, uh, Great Commission movement, <clears throat> and Great Commission movement is the missionary arm um, uh, responsible for the Jesus film, right? That used to do a lot of, um, you know, translation of Jesus movies, right? That very old Jesus movie, right? That Gospel of Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? So, anyway. So that was um, my school, Bethany Christian Academy in Joss. And so we had quite a lot of musical influences. And so I remember the first concert that we had, um, they brought one white man like that, real amazing rock guitarist, and came together with um, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Louis Dam. and so they came over I know they were just like singing it was like super super amazing I'd never seen music done in such a complex way like that it was I enjoyed it so much it was super fun I enjoyed it and so I had quite a lot of musical influences we had amazing keyboardists uh I, I oh god oh I've forgotten his name um I think it was, no, there was Roland, yes, there was Roland, Roland was an amazing keyboardist, there was Jude Ben-Amer, there was um, Roland Jude ben Ame wrote to me, these people were like really, really good um, keyboardists, Roland eventually moved to Baptist High School, but these other guys were awesome, especially Jude, like Jude was, wow, Jude was really, really great, then um, we had like really great singers really great singers uh, Christine Ben-Ame was like a major influence for me she was the one that started me up on my songwriting journey right? and I keep on telling her and I'll keep on telling her that she's the reason why I write songs Christine Ben-Ame and then I had this awesome choir mistress then Jennifer Ichio that was Jennifer Ichio she's now Jennifer Tokula she's the wife of Reverend Tokula Right. And so she was the choir director then um i wasn 't in the choir that time, but she uh, she really really influenced me and i you know I just adored her, and I still adore Jennifer up till now then um Ruby an Ruby gang Ruby she's uh, i don 't know she 's now um, a, a, a musical artist in nigeria right um Ruby you may know her um her together Jesse jacks you know so all of these people were like influences for me and i remember like during our music concerts ruby's brothers were amazing or guys from benway back then they would just come with people just come and bust music for us it was it was amazing so around 2000 i started writing songs and i started writing songs primarily to deal with depression Primarily to do with depression i don 't know if I shared part of it in my depression story, but um, I, I, I really lacked a whole lot of confidence generally as a person, so i couldn 't get myself you know to, to you know to share a, just a single statement you get constructing a single sentence was one of the hardest things that I could ever do. The crowd used to freak me out, I had anxiety issues pretty low self esteem and all of that. So writing songs was my escape route so I could carry my emotions and put it into songs. Now, I remember back then my dad would buy me a whole lot of jotters and all the jotters turned into songbooks because I kept on writing, writing, writing and singing, writing and singing. Now, this is a whole I know the preamble is a lot, but don't worry we're getting somewhere. So I used to try to share my songs, you know, um I I was more of the church boy right? wasn't born again per se but I I just tried my best to be bad I could not be bad and all so I was just the church boy always writing gospel songs and never really sharing the songs or singing the songs until um, I think my SS2 or SS3 we were preparing for a music concert now this is where NOAH comes in so around that time SS2, SS3 I had a huge crush on one of my classmates. Her name is Noah, right? And I'm sure if she gets here, she'll just be laughing. Uh, Noah is happily married with, uh, I think, two kids, maybe three. Uh, but she's happily married, stays in Joss, with her husband. And so I had a huge crush on Noah. We were together in the choir. I remember, like, every time I just wanted to be around, Noah just talk to her and all. And so we were preparing for the music concert, you know, and so, I was like, okay, let me share one of my songs, let's do it together, because we had, um I remember the the sets before us, and Christine set, together with people like Joyce Ebbe, and Bishop Yonkwe, with June Yonkwe, uh, oh lord, I can't, there's so, ma- so many other people, I can't remember their names, but they actually helped to produce, like, BCA's second album. And when we went to um Baptist High School, like Baptist High School, they used to have this um, HSGM. Their musical albums were always off the charts. Really, really epic albums. I love, love them. Um there was this song that HSGM did. Give my best to you. Nothing else would I give you gave me your best by your son on calvary lord and giving my best to you yeah so probably what i just sang would clash with the instrumental at the background don't bother about that but then they used to do like raps and all anyway that's by the way. by the wayside so i wanted to share a song right that i'd written that it was very very personal to me and t- t- titled amazing grace right so um, I taught the choir, the song, you know, tried to teach them the parts and everything. And then along the line, they were not really getting it. They were not really getting it. And while I tried to teach the musicians and everything, their heart was not so into the song. You get, maybe because I wasn't able to communicate it properly. And so then, Noah was the choir leader. I was the um, head of musicians and everything and i I just told her like a week or so to the music concert i said no we're not going to do the song she was like why i said i don't like the song it's not nice it's not sounding good and everything she was like bingo going to do the song whether you like it or not and i was like no no let's just leave it let's do other songs because um i can be very attached to things that i birth personally right and so um if i write a song in my mind, there's a way that I picture it. And if it doesn't come out that way, it affects my mood. I'm not going to be able to, you know, present it properly in the right pattern, the right form and all. So, I said, we're not doing it. And I was just, you know, bent on it because one of my close friends said, ah, this is song, this is my song. It's not really, he's not really feeling it. It's like, yeah, it's not really feeling it. And so, I said, okay, I was not going to do it. Like, let me just save myself from all the pain. No, I insisted. And she said, Bingo, I'm going to sing the song, whether you like it or not. And she said it, she said it. I was like, no, 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 no. Going back and forth. It was a nice opportunity to be around my crush though. Do you understand? But at that point in time, it was more about the song. And so the night before the music concert, we had this teacher then, um, Mr. Ojo. Mr. Bonson, or Joe, right? And so he was the one that really exposed a lot of us to music. Um, I remember back then, um, those of us that were musicians, he would he would he would uh, while while people were doing some other things on Sundays, he would get us Hillsong song um, CDs and we would sit down and he would just make us listen to Hill Song. You know, throughout those periods, while other people were maybe like watching, we listened to hill song. And I would never forget the moment where he brought over Yanni, uh Yanni albums for us, and we sat down, we watched, our minds were just expanding, you know, knowing the possibilities, the capabilities in music and everything. Really, really amazing man. And so he came, you know, to do the final to do the final you know, rehearsal with us. And so I was like, okay, so what song are we doing now? You know, I beat around the bush with a lot. Then he was like, okay, the next song, I was like, uh, no, I was like, okay, Binga's song, Amazing Grace. And I was like, no, 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 I was was like, no, no, no. I was trying to fight it off and said, okay, let's start. He said, let's start, we don't have time. And so we started singing it. And, you know, he came, he brought a certain level of order to the whole meeting, I mean, to the whole rehearsal, rather. And all of a sudden, the song just became beautiful. And I, you know, I now looked at the musicians. They were now like jamming. They were enjoying it. And then one of them was like, "Ah, I'm sorry, this your song. is really amazing. It's really amazing. And during the music concert, when we sang it, people loved it. Now, this was a music concert in the year 2005. Um, that was basically 17 years ago. 17 years ago. I had written the song a lot earlier than then, but then it was 17 years ago, I shared it to the school in Bethany Christian Academy. As at 2015, that's 10 years after, I heard that they were still singing the song in the school. I don't know about now, but there's a high possibility that they still do, right? So until I confirm, let me just, you know, let me just enjoy this and say for the the past 17 years, that song has remained in that school. Now, everybody will be like, wow, the person that wrote that song, his name is Binga, right? Um, But the only reason why that song can be passed through generations is because of Noah. Noah is the reason why that song still blesses lives. Because if it was left to me, nobody would have heard that song. Nobody If it was left to me, I would have given up, you know, thrown in the towel and nothing would have... Noah is the reason behind me sharing that song. And that her singular act of insisting that you do it, that we're doing that song, is the reason why I didn't give up on my songwriting dreams. Oh, because you can't imagine how many times I tried to collaborate with people with songs you know it's it's part of the things that i am still kind of like you know struggling with at this time because getting getting people to to, to collaborate in this period it can be really 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 difficult you get um you say i'm a song but if you've not written a hit song nobody wants to collaborate with you nobody wants to trust the newbie right with something great and something exceptional and so I, 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 what she did kind of like gave me a boost and it's the same thing that still gives me the boost when i want to give up i literally remember noah's story literally remember noah's story and i'm like hey remember once upon a time you had issues with the song and it looked like the song didn't carry weight. But one person believed in you and pushed you. And see what the song is doing. Don't give up. Don't give in. Now, Noah was like my ark, that was preserving my heritage for me. That she was able to use her influence as my choir director, even though I was crushing on her. I was able to use her influence as my choir director to show people how valuable what I have is. And she was willing to she was willing to risk her her tenor by making me sing that song. Do you understand? Because everybody's like, okay, nobody really knew, knew it was Binga's song, but then it would just be like um it was during Noah's time that they sang a horrible song or something like that. But she was willing to risk it all because of me. And I feel for me that that touched me in a major major way and it still influences me up till tomorrow noah served as my ark now there are people around you that are constantly reaffirming their belief in you right understand when god gives you these type of people and then also cherish them it's very very important very very important when god gives you these kind of people cherish them from your heart cherish them from your heart but then also can you be an ark of safety for somebody that you can help somebody preserve their dreams. You can help somebody preserve their vision. You can help somebody preserve their, you know, their desires. The world that we live in right now is laden with unbelief. Like the amount of doubters in this world are just beyond thought. Like it's, it's beyond me. Um, everybody can, can help you doubt your dreams. You get, they can give you faith to, um, they can give you faith for unbelief, rather. They can give you faith for unbelief, typically. And they will tell, they'll give you 101 reasons why your vision does not make sense, or your dreams, your passion, your ambition. They'll give you all of that. Now, so a lot of people have buried amazing, amazing dreams because there wasn't the right system to actually nurture it and help them to believe. Now, think about if Noah had not availed himself. It's not just the human race that would have gone, but all of creation itself. Humanity was preserved because one man was willing to open up and create a system of preservation. So, are there people that consistently reaffirm your dreams and help you believe? Keep them close. Are there people around you that you've noticed that... Silently, they're beginning to give up on things. It's your job to help them believe again. It's your job, and most of the times your credibility is going to be, be be put on the line. Literally, Tyler, your credibility is going to be put on the line. Trusting people, believing in people, it puts your credibility on the line. And there is no safe way to trust. You just trust with the hope that things would go well. You just trust. Right, with the hope that things would go well. People have the ability to disappoint and you know not meet up to standard, but you can help. So throughout all those periods when I didn't want to sing the song, she was like, We're going to do it. And she was there to support me. I'll never forget Noah. Um, one of these days when I climb up on a global stage, right, singing these songs, singing a lot of songs, I'll let people know about Noah. Literally. Like, Noah's name must be mentioned. There's really nothing she can do about it. I just really hope that it will be soon so that the world can really appreciate Noah. Now, there was a person in the Bible called Barnabas that was able to see the beauty in the ashes of people. And I've shared this story before, but I just wanted to use this to buttress it. When Paul came into the fold... He was known as a murderer and people didn't trust him. The name Barnabas means son of encouragement. And Barnabas is the reason why Paul was not thrown out of the church. Because he was the one that took Paul, nurtured Paul, and helped the church see the value in the life of Paul. Now when Paul grew into um, kingdom business he actually started doing the very things that the early church did to him to another individual called John Mark and for whatever reason John Mark probably offended Paul and he didn't want John Mark to go with them um, to go with him and Barnabas for a missionary journey and that caused the rift and they decided to go their separate ways so Paul took Silas and went And then Barnabas took John Mark and they went on their missionary journey. One of the things I would have loved to, I hope it would have been preserved, is the journeys of Barnabas. Because at the latter end of Paul's life, he said, and call John Mark to me because he is profitable for the ministry. This was after his imprisonment. So that means John Mark had gone and he had been groomed by Barnabas. He had been groomed by Barnabas. So what am I trying to say? Somebody looked at Paul and said that there is value in this life. Somebody looked at John Mark and said that there is value in this life. Somebody looked at Rahab in the Bible and said that there is value in this life. Somebody looked at Peter. Somebody looked at me. In fact, God has done it to each and every one of us. He says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us the father saw a value in us that we didn't see in ourselves and he did everything staked his reputation and is still staking his reputation on us and that's how an ark works it preserves and it saves so can you identify the people around you tyler that are helps support systems people that have helped to preserve certain things when you wanted to give up right Remember them. And are there people around you, Tyler, that seemingly have come to the point where they've given up on their dreams, they've given up on their expectations, their desires, you know, they've just become weak and weary, and they need some form of encouragement. That is why God has placed you in their lives. Help them to believe. Help them to trust that God is going to work something out for them. And be there. Help them through that system. Help them through that system. Help them through that challenge, right? So I would just like us to pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for consistently revealing your true nature to us. Thank you, Father, because you have shown time and time again the value that you have placed on our lives by the sacrifices and the gifts that you have given and the things that you have done. Help us, Father, to value the very people that help us to preserve visions and dreams. To help us remember and value those people that have made it a point of duty that what you have placed in us comes to light. Help us, Father, to also be support systems to those who have given up, those who do not sense hope, those who do not sense light at the end of the tunnel. Help us to see the value in our lives and in the lives of other people. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. So, I will I will sing just the chorus um, at the end of, um, yeah. So, what will happen is, uh, I'll sing just the, I'll sing the chorus, right, um, at, when I'm done with this part. I'll just sing the chorus of the song. Very, very old song. Quite a hilarious song, too it's lovely so um i'll sing it right so yeah so this is me signing out i'll sign out to the song proper but um remember that i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you please and please share this podcast with other people yeah so let's get to the song so yeah so this is the song um also give the guitar it's a pretty old guitar and all uh, i'll just sing it briefly so yeah amazing grace that saved a wretch like me filling me with faith and joy showing love to me blessing my heart blessing my soul Showing love to me Blessing my heart Blessing my soul That's the song i hope you enjoyed it right <laughs> well anyway this is me signing out tyler remember that i love you i believe in you and i'm always rooting for you do you have a lovely evening or depending on the time you have a lovely day All right take care bye